0: welcome back to you all a at hot oh nah you done fucked up because i don't know how to do no british accent you know you on that by yourself. not at all
1: okay what accent do you know how to do none oh bitch <laughs> <laughs> i tried to help i tried i don't know how to do any today we are we are almost done with this book actually sorry pause rewind i am almost done with this book ashley's done with this book (laughs) ashley's done with this book and just waiting for us to move on to our next book which we might as well already mention because yes
0: yes please do because everybody's voted you listeners you are obsessed obsessed with this series I mean, I'm obsessed with this series. So I so get the I. obsession.
1: So am I, and I completely get the obsession. Maybe when we when I read the kil- uh, the cliffhanger, I'll be like, oh shit, yeah, we definitely like need to go back yeah. into book three. Yeah. But as of right now, I'm like, oh, okay, I really want to read like something else and then come back into Sarah J. Moss. And we had a um a poll go up and had people vote and they were like, <laughs> nah, bitch. <laughs>
0: Hon- in all honesty, I've finished the book and I'm letting you know. We would have gone into the the third book, because Seriously, of the would've. cliffhanger huh, because of the shit. cliffhanger, yeah. The cliffhanger that we thought we should have gotten at the end of a court of Ro- a court of thorns and roses, yeah, is the cliffhanger we got in this book,
1: oh, bitch. okay, yeah. all right. All right. Well, I know what I'll be doing after editing this weekend reading, reading. <laughs> reading. <laughs> So we'll Free. get into, uh, yeah, we'll get into that a little bit later, but today we are discussing chapters 49 through 59. Correct. 49 through 59, Ashley. And- okay. <laughs> so starting off with chapter 49, it Woo. is the morning after the KFC episode.
0: So, um, and- the morning
1: afterglow is amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> 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 Bitches looking all regal. <laughs>
0: Reese is still <laughs> cleaning off his fingers. We're good. We're good. Oh, stop.
1: <laughs> so basically, um, Feyre, of course, has to ruin the moment by asking Reese, why did you make that bargain with me? I'm like, oh, bitch, it doesn't matter.
0: It doesn't matter oh, it, now. No, I feel like she asked this question because what she expected was a specific answer. Like, uh. she, she asked the question with an expectation. And Reese gave her the answer that is practical. In all honesty, like, what did she tell him? She told him, I'm just looking for fun and distraction.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So, why would he come at you with, like, Pharaoh, I'm in love? Poetry. With why would he come Feyre. at you
0: with poetry and love and things if you just sat there and you were like, I'm just looking for fun and distraction.
1: Exactly. Because I sure as hell wouldn't put my heart out there looking for that shit to get squandered and squashed. Like, no. But then she like, she gets kind of upset because that's not the answer that she wanted. But it's like, girl, you're holding back your feelings too. Like, you can't expect him to be 100% honest and open up if you're not going to be 100% honest and open up either.
0: And here's the dilemma with Feyre, I'm realizing. Feyre has expectations for other people to make her feel a certain type of way.
1: Yes! And she doesn't do the same. She says that she doesn't want to be coddled and stuff like that, and she says that she, like, can do shit on her own, but then you do shit like this, and you make me feel like I'm stupid for believing in you as a main character. Like... Correct. What happened after that? Oh, neither of them talked about what happened the entire day. They leave the inn, they uh go to train, I think, and stuff like that, and they're not talking. Eventually, he, like... He tries to start a conversation, Reese, and then he stops, like he clamps his mouth shut, like he really wants to tell her something, but kind of thinks better of it. Yeah. And when they're flying through the sky, Feyre is like, "Okay, I'll break the silence. What's up? Like, what's good? What's wrong?" And he says, "Like, there's something I have to tell you, but basically, you know, I'm afraid. I don't know how you'll think of me." And this was the sweetest line ever. She was like, "I don't walk away, Reese. Not from you." And then they're shot out the sky. (laughs) And then they're flying. Ambushed, ambushed, and I was like, "Oh my fucking god, no!" And of course, they're ash arrows. So the people that attack them, who are these people
0: that have so much ash arrows?
1: Bro, where <laughs> do they get these ash arrows from? At first, I was like, I was like, are they humans? Because if they're touching no. these ash arrows, they have to be humans. But no, we find that out later, of course. And Reese, as he's plummeting to the ground, like tosses Fera to the side so she doesn't hit the ground with him, and so she's not captured with him. And Feyre is like freaking out. She's calling out to him through their bond, but she can't hear them. Yeah. And she fucking snaps. She's like, "I'm gonna find him, (laughs) and whoever did this to him, I'm gonna fucking kill everybody." I was like, "Yo, it was
0: like it was like a a switch." She like like, it was like like, at first she was super like concerned about Reese and where Reese was, and I gotta find him and things like Mm -hmm. that. And then she was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna slaughter every person."
1: Bro, like, everybody. Is, she was oh like, let the bodies hit the
0: floor. I was like, fuck him up, sis. Um. So then what ends up happening is she uses the bond to track Reese. And when she does track him, she finds him with a bunch of like soldiers and stuff. And they have our boy like strung up like a slab of meat.
1: Oh, my God. And they're whipping the shit out of his back it's so bad it's, so it's really bad. bad and they have him chained up with these um these things that stop him from using his magic
0: right which is why he couldn't leave and do anything in regards to like saving himself and it's also the reason why Feyre couldn't really feel the bond as much you know before oh also Feyre winnows this entire yes chapter.
1: she winnows her whole way back to finding him Yep. And I was like, "Oh shit, bitch was determined." Like she was determined, like she you was said determined. at first, she was super. She was super concerned. She was afraid, and then she snapped into that. Oh fuck no!
0: Yeah, yeah. Not my So, mans. Then, so then, what ends up happening is once she sees how they have Reese, that whole scene clicks in her head, and she's like, "I'm killing every single guard I see," and she slaughters. Every
1: single like, to guard. the throat, like they don't even get to scream, turn around, nothing. She's like,
0: Cassian would be
1: so proud. He so would. Proud.
0: He would be so proud. It's like same
1: same would be Azrael.
0: Asriel would be like, my girl,
1: right. my girl. So yeah, she's able to get him down, and she winnows them back to a cave that she saw earlier. When she's in there, she's like, I have to take the arrows out.
0: So he feels every movement as she's trying to saw off the arrows. yeah um to which then she decides okay how do I distract him so she starts talking to him about her painting the surfaces in her house in the mortal realm yeah I think it's very telling what she says that she painted for every person um and then she says for herself well Reese asks her you know what does she paint for herself and she says I painted the night sky
1: Yeah, she was like, I wonder if all this time, you know, that has been leading me to you. And I was like, she knew. She knew. She knew. She
0: definitely knew. And
1: Reese was like, oh, I've been looking for you too. And then passed the fuck out.
0: Passes out. I know. That was it. That was it. On to chapter 50. (laughs) So then Feyre sleeps with him for body heat to like make sure that, uh, you know, he doesn't have a fever or things like that. The ash obviously is poison to him. Mm -hmm. So she tries to figure out, she's like, okay, how do I, how do I save him? Ultimately, she figures out, you know what, I got to go catch a surreal because they'll be able to tell me the exact thing that I need to know in order to save That, me.
1: that motherfucker so is she, a walking encyclopedia. This dude like, is Gossip Girl. He's like, this dude is Gossip Girl for Perintheon. He is. He is. He is Gossip Girl for Perintheon, most definitely. Okay, my thing too, I didn't know. From the first book, I thought they were smaller. I didn't know that they were as big as her. No, I yeah. did not know. For some reason, I don't know why I didn't picture it. Like, I pictured it as like a groundhog-ish size.
0: <laughs> so what she does is she ends up taking her new cloak. Because if we remember back in A Court of Thorns and Roses, Alice tells her, listen, bitch, you could have just taken something that was precious to you, something that like was worth money, and basically bargained with it. So that's what she does this time around. So, she takes her cloak with her, and she puts it out in a trap, and then she's a little further distance away, so, that she can shoot an arrow just in case, and the thing shows up. No issues, no problem.
1: He just Bruh. shows up.
0: So, immediately, she starts asking him questions, and he's, like, of course, going off in a riddle type of way, and she's, like, no, no, no. I need you to be right, She's, forward. like, I
1: don't have time for no this riddles. shit. He's, like, oh, right, because, you know, da 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 What does he say? He says...
0: So, basically, she says, um... She asks for help on how to, like, heal him or whatever. And then he says, if you wish to speed your mate's healing. Exactly.
1: She was like, all right, cool. What the fuck did
0: you just say? Uh, You're not about to speed past that. Like, you didn't just say what you just said.
1: Mate, mate,
0: The surreal is, like, looking at her. He's like, oh, you ain't know. It's like, I never know. And she was like, (laughs) right, I'm clueless till I talk to you. (laughs) Oh, my God. So then, what ends up happening is he ends up explaining to her. Basically, she says, "Say it again," and he's like, "The High Lord of the Night Court is your mate."
1: Hot damn! Now who called it? Did you call it? Did you? (laughs) (laughs) you Me? Oh wait, or did you call it? Ah, fuck! No, I think you called called it. it. But I I snared you into
0: my conspiracy theory because I like sat there and I was like, "What if it's that it's." snapped into place for Reese. But not for Farah. But it hasn't oh, snapped into place bitch. for Feyre. And when this was confirmed Because that made this made that made so much sense because as we explained before in the last episode, I was like, it just makes so much sense that he would be her mate because he's so patient with her and he's so considerate mm-hmm. of her. And he's so like, you know, it's it was just a shift. It was a shift from the character that we remember yeah, under the mountain. It was. And I was like, there's is definitely something there that like we haven't taken into consideration. We haven't really thought about. And nobody confirmed it until this chapter where the Surreal was like, yeah, so the High Lord of the Night Court is your mate. XO, XL, XO. XL, Bru- awesome girl." <laughs> I was like, not the XO. The Surreal confirms Reese has known this shit for a year. This is why she's angry. I... Because she spent a whole year... I'm not, de- yeah. I'm not defending. I'm just stating facts. And... He knew for that entire time that she was his mate and not Tamlin's.
1: But my thing is, Feyre, were you not in love with somebody else? <laughs> Did you just expect him to pop up and be like, hey, um, I'm your mate? And then she would have rejected the mating bond. Like, oh, no, I'm good. Thanks. And then where would he be? Right. Fucking exactly. devastated, Feyre. You're so goddamn selfish. He was doing it to protect not only himself, but also to protect you. Because you're not ready for the truth. As much as you think you are, exactly. as much as you beg for honesty, you're not ready for it.
0: Yeah, so then what ends up happening is... So she, after talking to the Surreal and realizing that she's um, Reese's mate, they uh, she ends up going back to the tunnel. Not the tunnel, sorry. The cave. She ends up going back to the cave and... Reese is awake. He's looking at her and she's looking at him. She chucks the flower at him because she's angry. He Then she's like, eat that. And then we're going to have a, t- a talk. Oh, she also feeds him her blood so that he'll heal mm-hmm. up quicker. He starts, he looks at her and he's like, okay, what's going on? And then she asks the question and she's like, how long have you known that I've been your mate? And he's like, shit. He doesn't even answer it. He's just like, oh, fuck. You
1: went and talked to the surreal. <laughs> I can't, but she's, she's so fucking mad at him. Her reaction. It's like, it was way too, it was way too big. It was completely unnecessary. Like I get that you're angry, but he has valid reasons for, again, why he didn't tell you.
0: No, but like not for nothing. It's just the fact being that you're angry at somebody who's injured, who, who was just really brutally yes. injured and you're pissed off because he didn't tell you that he, you're his mate. Can we can we handle one problem right, at a like, time? Let's handle the fact that he is his he's his back is jacked his up.
1: His wings are all torn up. He was poisoned. He's
0: still trying to like right exactly. He's still trying to heal from this traumatic yeah, situation on the precipice
1: of death. Stuff. But you <laughs> and she's like, but you wanted. Why did there? you tell me you were in love with me? I'm angry, bitch. <laughs> like <laughs>
0: exactly. <I got> it. <laughs> <laughs> so basically. Feyre takes it out on Reese right then and there, and she's like, winnow us back to the Illyrian okay. camp.
1: Okay, first which, off, first off, she knows his magic is being tracked, and she's been winnowing this whole fucking time. Why the fuck can't she do it? This bitch is so annoying. Self-centered. Self-centered.
0: Okay, so then she basically tells him, "Um, you know, winnow us back to Illyrian camp. This moves into chapter 51. When they get to the Illyrian camp after they winnowed, Reese basically falls face first into the mud because he can't even hold himself up. Right. Faye leaves him in the fucking mud. I was not no. okay with this. I was so pissed off at this whole thing. She leaves him in the mud. Cassian and Moore come out of the cabin. Faye stops Moore and she's like, "Winnow me out of here. I don't want to be here." And Moore is looking at her, then looking at Reese, and then looking at her and she's like, "Please." winnow me out and as she's saying that her voice is breaking i don't know if that was supposed to generate some type of sympathy from us but i'm still preoccupied and worried about reese in the back
1: not (laughs) after the not after you just said i don't walk away not from you and here you are bitch walking away i was like i don't understand why she's acting like this when she literally said herself that she was going to tell reese about the feelings that she had for him and now she's mad that she finally found out that those feelings are reciprocated
0: I think maybe it's also thinking about it. Maybe she thinks the mating bond, those feelings aren't genuinely hers because of the mating bond.
1: Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean?
0: So, like, at least with Tamlin, we knew she loved him because she loved him. But, like, with Reese, she th- initially we were thinking she's falling in love with him of her own accord. But now that we know that there's been a mating bond in place this entire time, she's probably thinking are my feelings even genuine? Because he's known for a year that this mating bond has been into place and it's been a year and I've had this, you know, undeniable attraction to him and I haven't been able to figure out why. But I mean, and now doesn't I know the mating
1: why. bond just make those feelings stronger? Because you can I don't choose... know, I guess,
0: it's, I guess it's the way you Yeah, you it. You can
1: choose to ignore it. Like Tamlin might, well, in the theory, chose to ignore that. So it's just like, like we said, I just felt like her reaction was way, way overdone way overdone for the situation no i
0: agree i agree the 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 reaction she had was too was over Mm -hmm. the top for the situation that went down she could have made sure that reese was okay stayed at the illyrian camp and then once he was healed up had a civil and calm conversation Mm -hmm. with him about the mating bond and just figured it out from there instead pharah is hot-headed And she was just like, I got to go be by myself.
1: And that goes right into chapter 52, right?
0: Basically, Moore drops her off at the end of chapter 51 at their family's cabin. So basically, the Inner Circle only knows about this cabin. Then we get into part three, which is the House of Mist. Oh, yeah. And now we get into chapter 52.
1: I felt like it was just a lot of reflection.
0: Yeah, yeah. Basically, it was more of Feyre just reflecting on what she found out, how she feels Mm -hmm. about it whether or not she accepts it, and then moving on from there. Moore does come to visit, and Favor starts to paint the cabin. Now,
1: I wanna say, yay Favor for painting again, but are we just supposed to ignore the fact that this bitch literally said, oh, there were so many canvases, and then she paints on the cabin wall. She starts painting the walls. I'm like, who the fuck, who told this bitch? <laughs> It's not even her cabin. It's not even your You're so disrespectful. (laughs) My God. It's not even her cabin. Who the fuck told this bitch you could draw on the walls of my home? Oh, I can't. Get her out of here.
0: So she basically stays there, I think, for like, what, three days? Yeah, she
1: stays there for three days while she's reflecting on everything. She, at first, she isn't realistic. Like, she's like, oh, Reese should have known how I felt and stuff like this. I'm like, okay, yes, he's a mind reader, but he also wants to give you privacy, so don't do that. But she does come right, to the conclusion exactly. that she's like, it wouldn't be so bad to be Reese's mate. I mean, and I was like, duh, bitch,
0: no, no throw it
1: over, I'll take it.
0: <laughs> um, and then we move on to chapter fifty-three, and more stayed over. Yeah, and of course, she made sure that Pharaoh was had food to eat and like was you know good to go before Moore right. left. Um, and then more
1: reflection. What ended
0: up happening. <laughs>
1: It's More honestly, yeah. That right? was all of chapter fifty, fifty two, and fifty three was just a lot of reflection from Feyre, and her coming to terms with her her future. Like she can see a future with Resand. Yeah. So exactly, that was the yeah, whole point. It was just yes. the whole the whole point yeah. of those chapters. It's like, okay, I think I'm I'm finally right. giving in and I'm accepting this, and this is what I want.
0: Um, and at at the end of chapter fifty three. Somebody knocked on the door and she thought it was more. So when she went to go check it, she opened the door. It was not more. We move on to chapter 54. And it was Daddy. It was Reese.
1: Daddy, Reese. <laughs> Daddy Reese. And he's found it. He has. And so he's looking at her and she's like, Fine, you can come in.
0: Um, it's my cabin. When he walks in, he looks at all the surface and he's like, This bitch done painted my whole
1: fucking cabin. Bro, you know what I imagine? Him walking in there with his face like, Oh, this is Oh shit. This is nice. <laughs> I'm so glad you're painting. Why the fuck is it on the wall?
0: So then basically it's a little awkward between them because neither one, them to, <laughs> neither one of them wants to neither one of them wants to approach the elephant in the room.
1: But it does it does happen eventually and she asked him if he's hungry. Wait. I do I wanna get to that. This I wanna get part. to that. I wanna get to okay. that. Okay. She asked him if he's hungry and he was like, You would make me food. And she's like, I mean, I'm not gonna make you anything. I'm gonna heat up some soup because there's some soup here. So I'll put I don't it on know the how stove to cook. and I'll I don't know how to I'll cook, but I don't know how to you. heat up stuff. Um and he says to her, In the old days, when a woman made you food, which I was like, Ugh, ew. But when a woman made you food, that means that they accepted the mating bond. He was like, Are this you accepting that? She's like, We'll <laughs> see. We will see about it.
0: This is a decision. So when she says that, she's like, "Tell me the story, tell me everything." Yeah. So we get the entire story from Reese's perspective, everything. yeah,
1: yes. And he was actually gonna kill um Amy Dextrin. Amy Dextrin. He was gonna kill her. I don't even know if that's a word at this point. He was gonna kill Amedextrin um at that party under the mountain. Oh That's
0: so why nobody else was there. That's why Cassian wasn't there, Azriel, more Amran, none of them were there. He was planning to kill this exactly. woman on his own and take on the consequences, however they might be. That's mm-hmm. how he ended up stuck under the damn mountain.
1: With his power stripped away yes. from him. And he used the very little bit of power that he had left to wipe Velars from the minds of everybody at the- um, Court of Nightmares. Uh, the Night Court that yeah. knew. At the Court of Nightmares, Yeah.
0: But then he also used that little bit of power to reach out to more Cass, and Az, and Amran to let them know, listen, I'm stuck. Yeah. I need you guys to take care of Valaris while I'm away.
1: And then he talks about him and... uh...
0: Amarantha.
1: I've run out of words. I've run out of words.
0: (laughs) Amarantha. Amy. How come we've never called her Amy? Amadant. Amadant. Amadant.
1: Because... Amadant, because when I called her Amanda, people with the name Amanda got offended. Did so I have they? to make up other names for this oh, bitch now. <laughs> Somebody on TikTok was like, as an Amanda, I vote for Anthrax. Like call her Anthrax. <laughs> <in. laughs> so Amadant, basically, that's when he talks about her taking him on as her personal servant. Or her personal no, pretty much Wait, sex wait, late. no, no, no.
0: Wait. And- Cause this is the thing. He got captured by Amarantha twice. So, he yeah. was captured by Amarantha during the the war when his father fought, I think, or something like that. And he was super young. He was super young when it happened. Amarantha mm-hmm. could care two shits about him. She like chained him up, him and his forces, and she he, she killed every one of his soldiers in front of him. So that's what happened. Then, because Tamlin had killed his dad, um, she realized who he was. And that's how she end, That's how he ended up becoming Amarantha's whore under the mountain.
1: Exactly. And he was trying to say, like, at first he was trying to, like, keep hope alive. But after a while, he kind of gave up and gave yeah. in. Yeah. And, like, gave into becoming her plaything. Yeah. And then he started having these dreams about a certain mortal, like, doing random things, like painting or. But at
0: first, these dreams mm-hmm. were um, foggy. He says.
1: Yeah, they were very foggy. Yeah.
0: He couldn't pinpoint what she really looked like or like what the surroundings were, but they were just kind of foggy. Then it wasn't yeah. until May,
1: I think it's Calamai. Calamai? um, I think it was May, Where he had another dream yeah. about um her, but it was clearer now because she was on the other side of the wall. She was actually in Perithian.
0: First off, that's when he realized she was mortal. And then he realized mm-hmm. that the wall was what was... um." basically fogging up his visions of her. So when he went to the, yeah. the festival, when he got there, he knew exactly who she was. He knew exactly where she would be. And that was why when mm-hmm. he said, I've been looking for you, it's because he's been
1: fucking looking for her! He meant it! <laughs> well, wait, wait. Also, he says when he was laying in the bedroom and he like woke up from that dream of like the girl who was painting when she was still over the wall... He said he sent that image of the night and the stars to her. And that is why she painted it on her dresser drawer. (gasps) Ah! I can't. I can't. It was a lot. It was a lot of stuff. She pretty much is listening to this while she's staring and heating up the suit and letting everything sink in. And basically Reese has a reason for everything that he had done from the time that he had met her up until now. And it made so much, it made, yeah, it made yeah. so much sense when you hear his story and then go back and think about everything that happened in the Court of Thorn and Roses. And you're like, oh shit, like, mm-hmm. they were destined to be together. Feyre hands him the soup and she's like, well, are you going to eat? And he looks like he's almost about to cry. <laughs> she accepted the mating bond.
0: <laughs> oh, he also says that it was him who basically, when Amarantha, when everything went down at the end with Amarantha, Um, And Amarantha killed Feyre like he felt the mating bond and he was like it was him that was keeping her there because if we remember when she what she told the bone carver was when he asked about death or whatever she said I was floating out there but the end of it felt like home and it's because Reese was at the end of that mating bond so Reese felt like home to her and she didn't realize it back then. And then um, basically he said that he's the reason that her soul basically floated around. And he's the reason that all of the other high lords gave a little bit of themselves to bring favor back. He went into their minds and kind of just pushed the idea that they do needed it to, do it you know, now. give. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, exactly. I would have
1: forced them to do yeah. it. Damn the consequences. I
0: was like, oh. He also talks about, remember how you were like, he must have realized something because he had like, stepped back but like stumbled that was the moment when the mating bond snapped into place when he winnowed back to Valaris and that's when he was like telling more she's my mate she's my mate she's Mm -hmm. my mate and like he just knew he also says that the day of her wedding he knew the day of her wedding he was planning to get rip-roaring drunk with Cass nobody else knew why he was planning to get drunk except for more but he was just like, I'm just going to get drunk and fuck the consequences right. and And then
1: he felt her saying, like, save me, save me. He was like, <laughs> "Yep, I'm on my way. <laughs> Here I
0: come. Also, you also asked, you also said, I want to know what when was the moment he fell in love with her. The moment he fell in love yeah. with her was when she threw the fucking bone at Amarantha, <laughs> yep, at her dress, and he was like, I knew at that exact moment. That mm-hmm. I loved you at that exact moment.
1: I was yeah. like, and then we get to about mine and all I have to say, bitch, all I have to say, all I have to say, you are mine. <laughs> so, chapter
0: fifty-five is spicy time. <sighs> spicy spicy time between Reese and Thera.
1: Spicy, messy paint. Now, the Sorry. only thing I was concerned really about is was. Was. that she said the paint got everywhere, and I'm like. Everywhere. everywhere,
0: everywhere, everywhere. He's he's hilarious though because he takes the paint and he paints an arrow. Yes, oh, and <laughs> going down. <laughs> yes, <laughs> where he was like, okay, unless you forget, you know where this is gonna end. I'm like, ain't nobody forgetting where this shit started oh, or me. where it's believe
1: ending. Me, like, we will not forget. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, that's all I had to say from that chapter. You are mine. I was like, oh. I love it. Um they also talk about like cuz they've been at it for a while and he's like I think it's like mm. the from the mating down like or from the mating bond like the old days people would go at it and go at it and go at it to try to impregnate the female. Oh,
0: wait. So and during one of their sessions, she glows. Yeah. She glows and he's like he's like at least I can say that I literally make my mate glow but why did she turned into a goddamn night lamp she definitely did a whole fucking night like, lamp for him you, i
1: i can't i can't but okay it's cute
0: um all i have to say is uh next time a wall would be nice huh?
1: <laughs> he was like yeah next time but right now we have to go meet the mortal queens and i was like damn
0: oh my god yeah like that was so ruined because then he was like we got to go meet the mortal queen she's like why didn't you say something earlier he was like you i was were distracted,
1: distracted earlier I did do you want me to say something like while we're in the like no bitch so that moves into chapter 56 and they get back to the illyrian camp and oh my god oh my
0: god Cassian. cass was perfect cass was perfect he already had this plan he already was ready exactly. to put up his hair he was like we're going at this he was like pharaoh looks pretty
1: normal you obviously didn't ride her hard enough i was like dude but the reason we realize is because reese explains in the previous chapter he's like once the mating bond is accepted and snaps into place for both people they become very territorial of each other and so yeah Yeah. any little little thing that is said could set reese off could set favor off so they stayed away from people for a while and then went back to the Lirian camp and Cass had the whole plan like you said to get under his skin so that he could get all that anger out before they went to see the queens.
0: Cass is a true friend. Cass, Cass is a true friend because he likes me. that he's like, "Listen, I'm we're going to whip each other's ass, but we're going to make sure that this frenzy is down, like it's it's not going to interfere with anything." Right,
1: cuz imagine they said something about Faera uh, when they got to the mortal queens and re-snapped all of their necks like <laughs> like oops. <laughs>
0: So they end up they end up going back to Valaris um to pick mm-hmm. up everybody else. And this is where everybody else swears their allegiance to Feyre. because she's mate. Reese's mate. And Fayra's like, Fera's just like, listen, I don't need y'all allegiance. I just friendship right. is fine. <laughs> and like more is like, you have that, but you also have our protection as well.
1: And I was like, oh you guys, like, oh, okay. stop it. <laughs> So, and then after dinner, they head to the mortal lands. So we get into chapter 57 and they're at Feyre's old estate with her sisters and shit like that. They show the queens, Valaris, using the truth orb.
0: It's only two. Yes. It's only two queens. That
1: as well. And they're like, oh, the other ones didn't want to come because we were insulted. And then one of them is sick. And I was like, that sounds like a cover up. It's really sounding real sounding real suspicious. Very suspicious. So he shows her Valaris. The queens are basically like, thank you for that. We'll consider your offer. We'll consider giving you the book. So they're like, they're all going back and forth with them, like all this shit, trying to make them understand like this is very important. And all of a sudden, Reese just stops talking. Turns out, (laughs) it turns out that when the queens winnow away or winnow out. So she says that she actually left behind a box, which contained the other half of the book and a note in it as well. She was like, your letter really touched me. Please, like, you know, use this book in the best way possible and shit like that. I think or I don't know. Do you think that the queens have a deal like they cut a deal with hybrid and be like, "Okay, you can have like these mortal lands, but this you don't touch?
0: Right. And it I mean it would that would make sense as to why they weren't, like you said, weren't bothered about losing those lands that are close to Perinthian. Um also, so like they threatened Nesta and Cassian basically kind of went in front of her and was like, mm, no dog, you're gonna have to get through me.
1: Yeah. To get to her. And cause Nesta is blowing a gasket yeah. right now. She's calling them all types of <laughs> bitches. Back. All types exactly. of bitches, and she's like, she's so worked up that she's on the verge of tears. And Cassian comes over to her, and he like, I think he would strokes her face or something, like wipes her tear away. And he, he, he strokes her face, wipes her tears, and
0: he's basically like, "I will fight for your mm-hmm. people. I will die for your people." And like, Faye looking at them, and she's like,
1: "Did this happen?" Right, was like, "Wait." a damn minute what happened to more like what the what happened to more like (laughs) fair like i have confusion somebody explain (laughs) i wasn't
0: she's like i wasn't gone i wasn't gone that long in the damn cabin like happened
1: (laughs) yeah yeah Um, so y'all not going like we're not gonna glaze over that they're mates
0: it's i i can that most definitely yes so then once they get the other half of the book reese offers he tells nesta and elaine he's like listen I am offering you guys right now, you can come to Valaris with us. You can stay in Mm Valaris with us. Basically, Elaine wants to stay. Nesta's like, I'm going to stay for Elaine. Nah,
1: fuck your fiance. He's not We could find you a high lord
0: in Perintheon. You don't got to be sitting with no damn
1: mortal. But no, you want to be a basic bitch.
0: Basically. So Reese basically is like, okay, if you ever change your mind, he's like, I'm going to put sentries around the home. And you can, you know, let the sentry know. Listen, I changed my mind, and they will take you to Valaris.
1: Also, where the fuck is their dad at? He's been gone. He's still on the continent.
0: He's still on the continent. Um, but then there's really, there's a really cute line. Well, not a cute line, but it's a really nice line at the end where it says Nesta looked between Reese and Cassian, and then um Feyre, and then she basically tells Feyre this was why you painted stars on your drawer.
1: Like mm-hmm. Nesta knew,
0: Nesta automatically was like Reese's wife. Uh huh. Now she's starting to get it because
1: this bitch done fell in love
0: <laughs> with Cassie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we move on to chapter fifty-eight. Um, basically, everybody returns back yes. to Valaris. Amran has had the book for two days and she still hasn't been able to mm-hmm. crack the code. So they're kind of
1: like, "Well, what are we gonna fuck? do?" They're <laughs> pretty much like sitting around twiddling what their thumb doing? or their thumbs, trying to find like different stuff to keep themselves entertained because. Reese has gone away to, I think, the court of nightmares with more. And
0: Amran is still trying to do the book, so that leaves two Illyrians. <laughs> Amran
1: is like, "Don't bother me,
0: <laughs> unless it's to give me blood." Um, so then, basically, that leaves two Illyrians and Feyre. So that leaves Cass yeah. and Azriel with Feyre. And Feyre says, "She's like, I know that they were hanging around to make sure one, I wasn't lonely, and two, to make sure I was okay. I was like, I love these guys even more.
1: <laughs> I know <laughs> I love these guys they're." Even more. We're the three best friends that anyone could ever have. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, oh, that's God. who they were. Like oh Cassian gosh. even takes her to like uh, the symphony or something like that. Oh yeah, so then Azriel has to leave to do some spy
0: master stuff, and so that leaves Cass and Feyre alone. And Cass takes her to the symphony. While they're there, though, while they oh, take bitch. that walk, um, the
1: shit hits the no. Not only that, fan. before
0: the shit hits the fan. Thera starts to talk to Cass about Nesta.
1: Bruh, she needs to. She she needs to stop. She needs to stop because he gets he gets automatically defensive, kind of like Moore does. She's like, yeah, M-. yeah. He's like, why are you telling me this? She's like, I'm just telling you. Like Nesta appreciates your help, and you know.
0: And she's never gonna forget. She's never gonna forget that you offered to protect. The person that she adores the most, that you offer to protect mm-hmm. the people that she adores the most.
1: It's like and a lady I was like, fucking daughter.
0: Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. I don't, li- I, to be honest, it's a little odd to me that sisterly yeah. bond because she doesn't like, have give, it give with Pharaoh. About Pharaoh. Yeah. Like it, it's a little weird to me, but to each their own. Once she starts talking to him about it, is when shit hits the fan. There's like some type of quake or something, and like they see a bunch of what they assume is birds in the distance. And then Cass is like, oh, bitch. "Them not birds.
1: <laughs> <laughs> them not birds. Bitch, it was bad. It was like a whole sea of like black coming at them. Yeah. And and she says that these creatures they look like the Ators, and they dropped the the queen that gave them the other half of the ball. Oh, the gold queen. Dropped her. They fucking impaled her on one of the spikes on the bridge. They tortured this woman, pulled out her
0: eyes." And then they dropped her for, for treason. for Not treason, but for betrayal. They felt like she betrayed the queens by giving them the um,
1: book. It makes me believe even more that the queens are working with hybrid. Oh, most like they definitely. Have some type of deal with them. The
0: moment that happened, I was like, bet they're with Hybern." Most definitely. I was like, most definitely. Basically, all hell breaks loose. Basically, it's an attack on Valaris. So ba- what, what went down, and this is what I'm theorizing, is the queens are working with Hybern. They asked. Reese for proof, knowing that he was going to give up something, knowing that he was probably going to give up Valaris so that they could figure out where Valaris was so that they could winnow those fucking creatures to Valaris and then and winnow strike. the soldiers, winnow, winnow the hybrid soldiers to Valaris to have basically a massacre. At that yeah. point in time, Cassian is like, fuck that. So he goes ahead. He tells Favour to run back to the... um. The townhouse. But he starts to protect Valaris with all of his siphons and all of his magic. Then Amran starts to do the exact same thing on her end. She's on the other side of Valaris.
1: Then I believe they see a blue light, which means it's Asriel. And she was like, well, fuck this. Like, I'm not, this is my home too. Like, I'm going to fight for my home. Right. This bitch was ride or die for real. She was out there fucking it up. She really was. So at this point in
0: time, she was like, I know what to do with my powers. So then she ends up running from place to place, helping as many people as she can. And finally, she finds the Ator. So the Ator is there. And she's
1: like, bet. That one's mine. Right. And this bitch is running away. He's running away to go back to hybrid to like to tell him. And to she's tattletale. like, oh, fuck no, I can't have that. So then she
0: winnows <laughs> from where she is to a rooftop to get closer to the Ator. And I think she like
1: winnows to him. And she ends up flying. And then I think she's, like, right on top of him in the air.
0: Yeah, so she stabs him, and she's like, that's for Claire. Then sh- that's for Reese. This is for me. Yes. Then she burns the thing. So then she yes. hugs him, sets herself on fire, <laughs> sets him on fire. And then they, like, basically drop out, the, drop out of the sky. And she's waiting till the last minute to winnow out so that he goes cursed black. On the ground, Kirkpatrick, <laughs>
1: right on the fucking page. and he does. But first of all, can we talk about how this bitch is Jack Jack? <laughs> she is. She's Jack Jack from The Incredibles. How did we not know? How did we not figure this out sooner? She
0: definitely is Jack Jack. I didn't think about that. Yes. Um. Right. <laughs> so basically, if you really want to think about it, if you wanted to visualize the uh, the fight that she had with the Attor is when Jack Jack has that fight with the raccoon. She yeah. hears so when she winnows out, she hears the curse black and she knows, all right, he's dead. Um, so she's like slouched against the wall, and of course, here comes Death Incarnate, because he's
1: amazing. And he... Oh my god. She was like, the sky went black. I was like,
0: <laughs> What I envisioned was basically like just a dark ass, inky black cloud shifting, and like yeah. that was it. Like that that was the last you saw of those damn soldiers. Like that was it. Like Reese kneels down you know in front of her and like strokes her th- her cheek and then he basically says "Fera, curse breaker the defender of the rainbow
1: and I was like oh my god I was like first of all love the new name yes love it <laughs> but I that's where we ended for the well that's where I kind of ended Ashley read the whole damn book that's where we ended for this episode and I was just like damn for 5,000 years this city has stood untouched protected unknown and the moment the moment that he decides to trust somebody people do him dirty this is why he acts the way he does because y'all bitches don't know how to fucking treat him with respect basically don't put some fucking respect on his name he tries this is the image that he has to portray for y'all to not fuck with his shit yeah essentially essentially that's a lot of curse words. I'm going to have to edit that. I'm going to have to cut those out. <laughs> i have to edit, edit those that. curses. Um, that was a lot. That was a lot. But
0: I agree. I agree. So like this exact betrayal is the reason why he didn't want to do what he did. But he was thinking, he was thinking, I'm doing it for the greater good. And these mortal queens just went ahead and they were like, uh, man, fuck the greater right. good at
1: that point. Right. Exactly.
0: <laughs> only one, only one of those queens actually had dignity and grace and she was killed. Basically. Right. But I will say, the one thing that I really, really liked out of the the book so far are the fight scenes. When we get into the fight scenes, it's really good. It's really good. It's very well written. Very well. And very fast paced. Like, you feel like, if you're envisioning it, you kind of feel like it's a movie. Like, you're just going, 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 and going. I really like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I really like that. I also like that we finally, finally... Got the feelings. Oh, yeah. The touchy feelings from Reese yeah. and for Faye. It wasn't
0: just one-sided shit, and it wasn't just like, oh, does he like me? Does he not like me? I don't know. Like, that type of thing.
1: Yeah. Oh, is this in this chapter? Or, oh, no, no, no. It's the next chapter. Never mind. Because I read chapter 60. Oh, okay. So we'll get to all that. Right. We'll get to that later. But yeah, that's basically all that we have for this episode. The next episode is going to be our final and... episode on A Court of Mist and Fury. That actually went by pretty fast, too. It's... I'm not going to no, lie. No, it did.
0: The amount of chapters we were reading and the fast pace of the book, yeah, it went by really yeah, cool. yeah. Really quickly.
1: It went by super. And this book is thick. Thick. It's th- thick as a bowl of th- oatmeal Thicker than thick. a snicker. It's thick. Which makes a, wings of, or a Court of Wings and Ruin look like, god damn. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that'll be interesting. But, as always, thank you, everyone, for joining in and for listening and reading with us. We love you and appreciate you so, so very yes, much. Yes,
0: we love you guys. Thank you guys for hanging out. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys
1: for voting
0: because now we can continue because um, I was more than happy to continue. <laughs> I guess. Um, and thank you guys for uh, interacting with us because when we hear and see the stuff on IG and when we hear and see the stuff on TikTok, it's great to know that people like us. You like us. You really, really like us. You
1: really like <laughs> us. It it does. It means the yes. world to us, you guys. Like, thank you so Especially much. Especially because
0: we started this out just as kind of like, hey, we think that a niche is, is needed and like, we want to do a podcast and we really didn't think much of it. And now we've made amazing friends. People interact with us. People talk to us like... You know they yeah. make jokes. They're like, "Hey, you guys are hilarious," and that's all we really wanted. We wanted this podcast to be funny and hilarious and review books that you guys are um, salivating over. And so, <laughs> Not saliv- I mean, do it's- you want to say finger looking uh, good? Because finger
1: looking good was really good. No salivating. Salivating is good. We can use salivating.
0: <laughs> um, but with that, that we muscle. just want to say thank you guys for joining us and always stay YA at heart. Bye. Bye.